Hello. Today on the podcast, I have founder, president, and creative director, Stacy Montgomery of Stacy M Design. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I told you before when we were talking, Stacy had pizza for us. And so, on, so we've been chatting a little bit, which has been really fun. But I really wanted to start, so I don't know how you started Stacium Design. Design. Yeah. Okay, well, I've had my company for a long time, um, for well over 20 years. It's gone through a couple of different names. <laughs> but it started out as really a hobby um, years ago. I, um, I wanted to create my own Christmas card because I couldn't find a Christmas card that I really, really loved. I've always been really big into cards and paper and that type of thing. So one year I was looking for Christmas cards, couldn't find one that I liked, Mm -hmm. and I decided to um, just draw my own. And I did that. I sent it to family and friends. I got great feedback. And um, some of my friends suggested you should sell these. Yeah. So that's kind of how we got started. I... I um, started as a line of Christmas cards, so then it developed into children's party invitations, um, note cards, birthday cards, just a whole line of stationery. That I developed different products based on what was going on in my friends' lives. Wow! So when I first started, my friends um, were at that kind of stage in their lives where they started to get married and have children. So they asked me to do um, uh, baby shower invitations, birth announcements, party invitations. And so I really got into the children's stationary business based on that. So um, over the years, I kind of thought about why it was so important to me to have a card that reflected what I look like um, and my personality. And I realized that I wasn't the only one that felt that way. Everybody likes to see things out in the world that looks like that looks like them. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm African American, so it's not only important for African Americans to have Christmas cards and stationery and whatever mm-hmm. that look like them, that looks like us, but everybody feels that way. Right. So I I like to use the example of the girl who has red hair mm-hmm. and wears glasses. My uh, friend Laura, who was on the podcast last week. She's she red, red hair, hair and, and wears, wears glasses. glasses. <laughs> exactly. So um, that little girl or adult wants to see products out in the world that look like her. So I decided to expand my line um, so that people could order things that had their skin tone, Mm -hmm. that had their hair color. I offered a variety of hairstyles. You could add a bow, you could add glasses. And then um, a few years ago, I decided to add an option of hearing aids. So it was all about, you know, offering products that reflected the world that we live in. And so then, um, um, over the last couple years, I thought about, okay, so, why, again, why is this important? Right. You know, why do people care that, you know, they see um, images of themselves? Mm-hmm. And that's when it kind of hit me that um, the reason, you know, 20 years ago that I wanted to find a card that, that looked like me, the reason that everybody wanted to f- want, wants to find um, products out in the world that reflect them, it's all about self-confidence. Yeah. 
you know. Um, exactly. It's just really empowering to um, turn on television or go to a store and find a product that you can relate to because it looks like you. Right. And why do you think, like, what about not being able to find those products causes a loss of self-confidence or maybe insecurities? Because um, we don't, we see images of others mm -hmm. and not you, you question why. Why am I not good enough? Why um, is the way that I look not reflected in the media? It's not reflected on television. It's not reflected on the, um, the shelves of stores. Why is that? Why is that person good enough? That uh, um, they yes. are, they, they get to be featured, but uh, but I don't. Why am I not good enough? Why am I not good enough? So so that's why that's where there's a link between um, images in the world, images in the media, and how people feel about themselves. Wow. So in so how many years ago was that? Was the first one that you made? Um, it was over um, over twenty years ago. So so you have you been drawing your whole life? I've been drawing my whole life. Um, I, I remember um, back when I was in elementary school, um, writing books and illustrating them. I've always liked art class. Back in elementary school. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. I thought about that recently, like in the last few months, about these books I used to make. And I wish I still had them. They yeah. may still be in my uh, mother's house someplace. But yeah, I remember um, yeah, drawing the illustrated books, um, stapled them together. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I always have been into... Um, into art, into drawing, into crafts, um, but I just love drawing. I love I love art. Right. I love art. Yeah. So drawing is your main form of art. Exactly. I used to when I was a kid, and um, yeah, mostly when I was a kid, I was really into crafts. So I would, uh, my mother would always, you know, buy all kinds of craft kits. Um, I used to. Um, uh, Paper mache was a big mm -hmm. thing when I was a kid. I made all kinds of paper <laughs> yeah, mache so things. Fun. Like exactly. around the balloon. Exactly, around the balloon, <laughs> all, the, all that type of thing. I used to, um, um, she used to buy those kits where you can um, um, weave like um, pot holders mm -hmm. and just all kinds of things. She would always buy those different kits for us. So I've always been into crafts, but um, now I just really just love to draw. And, um, and I have a particular style. It's really simple. Um, I call it like, you know, stick figures on steroids, you know, <laughs> you know, but it's there's just, so much more than yeah. that. <laughs> uh, well, slightly. I mean, if you look at my characters, the faces, the heads are really mm -hmm. just a circle. Yeah. The eyes are just ovals. The nose is a little U and the mouth is a wider U. Yeah. But if I did that, it would not look like a person. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but, but, yes, they are, they do take some time to draw, but they, but I like the simplicity of the overall look. And so you know, now, like 20 years later, are you still happy drawing? Does it bring you the same fulfillment that it, it does, did in the beginning? It does. It does. Yes. I, I, when I finish something, I look at it and I, and I smile. It's like, you know, pat myself on the back, you know? <laughs> As because, you should. Yeah, because they're just, I generally create happy, happy characters, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, you know, somebody uh, posted on Facebook a couple of days ago something about joy, um, how important it is. Um, to have joy in your life. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm all about, joy. Um, you know, I, every year, well, almost every year, I design Christmas cards for my family. And 9.9 .9 times out of 10, the theme is joy. Really? Because I just think that's so important. I mean, you know, just going through your life being happy. I mean, nobody's life is perfect. We have right. our ups and downs. But I talk about this to my son 
on a regular basis. You got to have that inner joy. You got to mm-hmm. find something in this life that gives you joy. And it kind of goes back to that superpower, goes back to just that inner, inner happiness. Something which you can go to that's going to make you happy no matter what's going on in the world because sadness happens, bad things right. happen. But it cannot consume you. You got to have that something else, you know, which, which you know, kind of gives your life meaning, kind of gives your life, gives you joy. So that's what drawing is for you? It is. It, it is. Um, or is it art in general? Um, art in general. Yeah. You know, um, I, I like everything. I like things that are pretty. I like things that are cute. Um, you know, when, when we go, whether it's furniture shopping, if I go clothes shopping, mm-hmm. I go whatever, I just like things that are, look different, kind of, you know, artistic. And it drives my husband crazy. <laughs> you know? Uh, I remember um, um, I had... For uh, Isaiah's room, um, when he was little, I bought these frog-shaped uh, knobs for his closet door. They're like oh. huge frogs, and they were so cute. They're, huge yeah, frogs they're, they're, the yeah, they're like this big. Actually, they may still be on this door. And um, some friends of ours came over. Um, this was just after he bought the house. They came over, kind of showed him around the house. Mm-hmm. And he walked in Isaiah's room. He sees the frogs. And he said, "He said that, that's so you." <laughs> You know, because you will find, you know, just, just that little weird thing. Yeah. And, th- and that's true. I will. I find that little weird thing, and I like it, you know, because it's artistic, it's different, you know. Is it because, too, I mean, I like the little weird things, too. Like, uh-huh. I get a lot of, like, my friends will bring me one-off weird right. little chachis. <laughs> little weirdness. Yeah, <laughs> like the weird things. Or for my birthday, I had a friend who gave me, a, like, a bunch of hand- handmade stuff. So mm-hmm. really gorgeous. Like, these earrings were one of the birthday presents. Oh, okay. They're handmade. Um, and so by oh, our so friend pretty. in Virginia, mm-hmm. Lindsay, I can't remember that Blair, jewelry, <laughs> Blair Essentials Jewelry, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, Lindsay and Katie. Um, anyway, so she got me a bunch of handmade stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate, I think what I appreciate about that is that it's one of a kind. Right. It's one of the kind, you know, the craftsmanship, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just unique. And, um, when I talk about, um, superpowers and we haven't really talked about got into that but yeah. when I talk about you know um, my mission to build self-confidence mm-hmm. in kids and what your superpower is and all that I always use that word unique mm-hmm. um, it's 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 that thing inside of a person which is unique so I see the world that, that way I mean you know we all buy mass-produced things right you know which is fine you know but things which are handmade which have or or which are just I don't know, somehow different, you mm-hmm. know, I like, you know, for example, I cannot stand this fixture right here. This, um, <laughs> you can't stand it? Oh, the, the, fixture. the fixture. Yes. You know, and we've been in this house, um, you know, close to 18 years and, you know, I've wanted to replace it. And I told my husband, you know, we've gone to these, like, these lighting stores. I said, we've got to have something different. Yeah. For you know, everyone listening, she's pointing to her <laughs> dining room light fixture yes. and it's just like a, a very simple like bulb with a, right. like what would you say? A cone? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a a standard thing. Yeah. You know, exactly. And I've gone into all these lighting stores and these like unique, different looking things. (laughs) And I'm telling you, at some point we're going to replace that, you know, (laughs) you know, maybe a day before we sell the house. Yeah. But, um, but why haven't you yet? Uh, because back? because it's like probably 18th on the list. Uh, you know, yes, there's so many different yes. things. Yeah, we all want to do. Um, but yeah, I just like unique things, um, like very very unique things. So we can talk about now since we're on the topic of unique. Mm-hmm. Like, so when when did you make the decision to start making your journals? Your journals. Children's journal. You can like tell mm-hmm. the story behind that. 
Okay, so um, what what Miranda's talking about is my series of guided journals. I call them my superpower um, series. The first one is called um, What's My Superpower? And I released that in January, I mean, sorry, um, April of last year, April of 2017. But prior to that, I had um, some hardcover journals that are blank inside. Mm -hmm. And I had one which is called um, my girl power journal. And it's blank inside, but the cover has a super girl and a whole bunch of like terms that kind of, that are empowering. Mm -hmm. um, so that particular um, journal um, I had for, oh, maybe the last five years or so. And it sold very, very well. People loved the message. Mm -hmm. um, but people also commented that I love it, but my daughter or my niece or whatever, whomever, it does not, will not use it. You know, she's not a journalist, she's not a writer. So, you know, I, I got that feedback from, from time to time. Because it's blank inside. Because it's blank inside. Mm -hmm. And um, then going back, you know, 20, 25 years ago when I first started this business, I always had the idea that I would love to have some sort of magazine that features my illustrations. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I never really did anything with the idea. One, because of the cost related to it. And two, I didn't really have like, okay, so... It's another activity magazine, you know, there are a bunch of them. I didn't really have any any other reasoning to have it besides the fact that I would love to see my illustrations in the magazine. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. So then, um, so in 2016, I, the idea came back into my mind about having um, some sort of periodical. But, I, but I, I, again, I was like, what's the point of this, you know? You know, fast forward to February of 2017, just one day, I mean, it was literally, I remember how it happened, it just hit me in the head, combined the idea of this hardcover journal, this girl power journal, yeah. that people liked, with my idea of some sort of, like, magazine. So I decided to do a guided journal. Wow. And it just came to you. It just came to me one day, and I just kind of whipped through, you know, the pages, the different ideas, mm -hmm. different activities. There's writing. There's a short story. There's a poem. There is a, um, there's coloring. There's drawing. There's doodling. There's, you know, full-page journaling, you know, um, short journaling. There's a whole bunch of different activities all related to journaling. Mm -hmm. And, um... And the cover of it is has a supergirl, and it's called What's Your Superpower? Mm -hmm. So I combined, again, my a few different ideas, and I just, one day, it just came to me, and I just went with it. Um, I think the idea came to me in kind of mid-February, and um, I had the books in my hand the first week in April. Wow. Wow. Yes. Was that fast? <laughs> yes, it was that fast. I mean, that one was... Um, was pretty easy because it's had so many things in my head, you know, just came out and I mm -hmm. found a person to lay, lay it out for me and get it ready for press. I had um, the illustrations I already had wow. and, um, you know, what's a superpower. It just, it just came to me. That's amazing. So, so do you find when you get like that, I would say that was a wave of creativity, mm -hmm. right? And so you rode that wave, like mm -hmm. and you executed I rode that wave. the hell exactly. out of it and you got a product in hand and then... Did you feel like, okay, where is this going to go? Do you have a vision? Or do you right. just... Because sometimes I feel like I get hit with a creative streak, and then I don't necessarily know how it's going to plan out, but I know I need to take advantage of this creative moment. And right. just ride the wave. Well, I um, I wish I was a better planner. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Because, 
you know, with what's your superpower, I had this idea. And I thought it was a good idea. I never doubted I w- that it wasn't a good idea. Right. And I and I never doubted that um, my customers would like it and that children would like it. So I went with it and it was done. So then after that, I kind of had the thoughts, thought, you know, okay, what next? Mm-hmm. Um, some people asked for a one for boys and, um, you know, just people were asking for different things. And I was still hesitant at that point to commit to doing it on a regular basis, mm-hmm. to making it a true periodical, to really making like a magazine. So I didn't. Um, but then I decided, you know, I am going to do another one. So I had the one for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, How's your summer going to rock? You know? And then after that, I decided, okay, it's time to do a boys one. So mm-hmm. what makes you so awesome? <laughs> <laughs> and and so, what was the summer one again? How, how's your summer going to rock? How's your summer going to rock? Right. Oh my God, that's adorable. Yeah. That's um, awesome. I want these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, it's just, it, so then after that, I decided at the end of 2017, um, I decided that I, I was going to make them a periodical to release them quarterly. Mm-hmm. And each of them has a question as the name, which kind of, which kind of is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I kind of went down that question um, uh, path. Yes. And so um, and now you're stuck in now, it. Right. Because <laughs> I feel committed. like. Um, through the journaling process, you answer that question. Yeah. So, oh, so that's kind of how, okay. you know, but it's really hard. <laughs> Do you come up with the title first and then the journal or the other way around? I come up with, yeah, the title first. I kind of like to come up with the theme. Um, so for the boy one, I didn't want it to be what's your superpower, kind of the boy's version. Yeah. Um, so um, I have a hardcover journal and I call up the... Um, the awesome boy journal. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to use the awesome, the word awesome. Um, so I came up with uh, what you, what makes you so awesome. Yeah. And then yeah. So then I wanted one that that um, is about the summer. And so how's your summer going to rock? And the next one, which it comes out this month, is called what makes you what makes you believe in yourself. Wow. And then the next one um, is I don't have a title for, or do I? Oh, do you? Or do I? <laughs> but it's all about celebrating differences. Oh my gosh, cool. And so I come with kind of the theme that I kind of figure out a title that's in the form of a question, kind of mm-hmm. like the game show. Yeah. has to be in the form of a question. <laughs> and then I kind of go from there. But all of my books um, are about self-confidence. And they are all based on the, um, four, value, the four values of my company, which are self-confidence, um, compassion, gratitude, and servant. Mm-hmm. So those those themes run throughout all of the books, um, and they all have a short story. They all have a poem. They all have a interview with a real kid. Um, they all have um, quotations from wow. from from real girls or real boys. Um, they all have one journal activity that has to do with music. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have um, four pages which I call speak your mind mm-hmm. write about anything and then beyond that um, you know each journal is has different um, journaling activities but um, but yeah so I think it's interesting that your journals are all like based on self-confidence for kids number one and mm-hmm. I think adults could use those too exactly like it's relevant beyond mm-hmm. age groups but then so at any point in your like journal this journal journey mm-hmm. we'll exactly journal uh, journey. <laughs> um did you ever 
like, did you ever doubt yourself? Did you oh, ever? Of course. <laughs> so what can you tell me like one time or one mistake or one? Well, okay. So, um, well, what, let me um, preface my answer by saying my, my mission is to build self-confidence in kids mm-hmm. and the journals, um, support that mission, um, to help build self-confidence. But the, but I don't expect that if you give a kid my journal, one of my journals, mm-hmm. and they go through it, that at the end of the day, they will be totally self-confident. Right. And they'll go on their li- with their lives, totally believing in themselves. <laughs> no, that's not realistic, and that's not you know, what I think will happen. That's not the goal. The goal is to kind of help a child um, find a place to go mm-hmm. when they are experiencing times of self-doubt, okay. whether it's because... You know, somebody's been mean to them, they're being bullied, or they didn't do well on a test at school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have a, a, a frenemy situation, yep. you know, drama, you know, and the whole playground thing, whatever it is, um, stuff going on at home. Right. They kind of have a place to, to go to where they realize and they remember that despite all of the stuff which is going on outside of me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm still great. You know, that's amazing. I'm still great. I'm still great. Yeah. So to answer your question, um, yeah, I have um, self doubt all the time, you know, <laughs> really regularly. <laughs> Just like for example, um, okay, when I decided to make um, these journals a period periodical, mm-hmm. issue them um, four times a year, I was like, oh my god, I have to do this. So yeah. I have to come up with a book after a book after a book. And, Inevitably, um, right? Exactly. It has point. to do with that timeline and all yeah. of that. And yes, I was like, can I really do this? Yeah. You know, I mean, um, can I come up with these ideas? Can I, can I uh, you know, stick to this theme? Will, will kids, yes, what's your superpower? I, you know, that was, that was great. Will they want the second one and the third one and the fourth mm-hmm. one and the fifth one? And excuse me, now as I'm trying to, um, to, create a curriculum and get these books into schools will um, teachers understand what I'm trying to do will they will they um, buy into it and, right. and find it useful you asked me for one example of self-doubt yeah. and I gave you 85 <laughs> so yes yeah there's so many questions and mm-hmm. that's I think it's important to have the tools to push through those because like mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. there's going to be self-doubt but then there's actual going to be like actual failures too. There's going to be actual failures, yes. And that's important. You have to have the same tools to get through those as well, or setbacks if you don't. You exactly, know. setbacks. Yeah. Um, or, or as some people, and I think this is a good, a good way to look at it. There's nothing in life that is a failure. Everything's a learning experience. Right. Yeah. You know, so which is some, some real easy shit to say. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a whole other thing to, to, to really to it. To, yeah, exactly and to like to gain that perspective right it's a whole mindset thing yeah. it's a whole mindset thing um because again like you said um everybody has failures mm-hmm. and it's easy easier said than done um but it, we all need tools to kind of to kind of get there you have the bad experience you have the failure mm-hmm. you know or whatever you know term you want to use to describe it and how do you get from that feeling of, 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 of being a failure, of sadness, of anger, or whatever emotions you go through, of, of feeling worthless or whatever, right. to um, a, a place where you can move past it? And that is what my guided journal series seeks to do, to try to help 
give kids the tools so they don't they don't dwell in this this, this bad place for mm-hmm. too long because that leads to um, um, that that leads to a lack of success that leads to kids not right. not living up to their potential because they feel they can't they can't get past this issue for whatever the issue is they can't get past this and so they do not reach their, reach their potential if they have tools to reach their to get past these things mm-hmm. it's you know they are more, much more successful in the classroom much more successful in social situations much more successful as adults so do you think when you were younger having a journal like this would mm-hmm. have helped you get through things i do is that where this part of this comes from uh, yeah yes i mean i um you know i definitely had um you know some confidence issues mm-hmm. but um um you know there okay so i i was very shy Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's things about me that I wasn't happy with. Right. I wasn't um, great in social situations. I didn't yeah. have a whole lot of friends. Um, I kind of felt like an outsider for a number of reasons. Um, um, so yeah, having something like this would definitely be helpful. And in mm-hmm. fact, I think I kind of did. That's where I wrote my stories. Mm. I wrote all these books, and um, and a lot of my little stories, illustrated stories, were about you know. A little girl and her being beautiful or her mm-hmm. like being the cutest you know and and being a part of this club Aww. you know so so it was kind of like um what i did then was kind of what i asked you know i, I give kids the tools to do now okay so i prompt them to 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 write about whatever oh to you give them the tools to write their own story exactly basically exactly wow. So. That is amazing. And what has the response been? Like, what about, let's talk about the moms for a moment. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel, I don't have kids, but mm-hmm. thank God. And if, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. but if I did, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of friends that do have, especially right. young girls, because mm-hmm. um, I feel, and maybe this is not fair to say, but I feel like girls maybe get the brunt of the self-confident mm-hmm. issues. I know guys do too, but I know girls mm-hmm. especially. Like they can go through a lot of like really severe body issues. Body issues. You know, um, I I think you know I'm no kind of expert on this on, on this, but I do believe that um, what boys go through is kind of looked over, mm-hmm. and I think there is an assumption that girls have all of these um, issues that they go through that boys don't. That um, you know, boys. You know, one person even told me when when I um, told her I was releasing what makes you so awesome, which yeah. is the guided journal for girls. She said for to boys, me, right? "Yeah, I'm sorry, which is the guided journal for boys." And I kind of was telling her about it. I was kind of excited, and she totally kind of like took the wind out of my sail, or at least tried to. Not you. I mean, not, not purposely, but 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 she did um, in a way, you know, because she was like, um, she dismissed it, and she said that um, boys are. Inc- are encouraged all their lives and that is just not true i am the mother of a boy Mm -hmm. and you know um of course as his parent he we definitely you know i encourage him his father encourages him as parents we we encourage him and i assume that if i had a daughter which i don't i would encourage her the same way um but you know and my son has had confidence issues right you know for a variety of reasons and I think it's a mistake to assume that um, boys don't go through some of the same things that girls go yeah. through, or maybe not some of the same things, but they go through their through boys boy their things. version of it. Exactly, yeah. and so we need to be very mindful of that, mm-hmm. and and don't um, kind of overlook 
boys because there has been a history, you know, in this world of, you know, girls kind of been, girls being treated like second class citizens, Mm -hmm. you know, um, um, in the workplace, in the classroom and, and, and elsewhere, um, in the home, you know, I'm not denying that reality, but don't assume that boys are born with the tools to um, kind of be to, to be um, leaders and to be to be confident right. because that just isn't the case. And it all and like you're saying, you know, your son comes from a loving family with mm-hmm. two supportive fam, uh, parents mm-hmm. in the same household, and like he's he's got his own you know set of confidence issues. Right. And a lot of te- teenagers do. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a teenager, right? He's a teenager. Yeah. Yes. And he's, so um, I 17. feel like that's prime time for kids exactly. to be going through that type of situation. Regardless, well, not so, especially when, even when you have a, a loving home right. situation. You right, know? It's, it's just a, a fact of life, I think, for teenagers, for, for kids. I mean, growing up, you know, I said to one person um, at one time, we were talking about, you know, how, you know, how rough it can, it can be to be a, um, a, a kid. Mm-hmm. It's rough to be a person. Yes. You know, from mm-hmm. the time you're born to the time that, you know, you know throughout your life, it, it, it's rough because yeah. there are all of these outside forces and some internal forces, but outside forces that, you know, kind of attack you, whether it's, you know, in the media, with the media's, um, you know, um, what the media says is beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, and that affects both boys yes. and girls, men and women. Yes. You know, um, what what the media says is the style today, like what clothes you should wear. Right. You know, what the media says is a good job to have. You know, I mean, there's always these these perceptions as to what you people should do. What what mm-hmm. what um what is success? The definition of success. Right. You know, there's um, um the media definitely kind of has people kind of boxed. You know, if if you do it A, B, and C, you're successful. If you look mm-hmm. um you know this way, this way, and this way, you're beautiful. Right. And if you don't. Then, then you're then you're not right. Then you're over here. Exactly. So it's hard to be a person. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to be a human. That's why I think your journals are so relevant right. for everyone, not mm-hmm. just kids. I mean, I think it's important to give kids the ability, those tools from the beginning, mm-hmm. and then to move. You know, like to have those tools from the beginning to carry them on through the rest of your life. Right. But like if you don't get those tools in the beginning, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't. I mean, right. Or, or like we all need help. We can all grow in those areas, right? In certain right. areas. So then to ha- like have that reinforced. Like I was telling you, I bought that um, that adult journal, mm-hmm. Where You Are Now or mm-hmm. something like that. I We found on Amazon. Right. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's just a guided journal. Yep. And it just takes you through and it helps you process right it's i think um it's all about being kind of intentional yeah and and reminding yourself reminding yourself of um of of your inner greatness of your inner beauty you know helping you find and uh, that inner joy it's just a reminder in an intentional way um again like i said i i you know my journals i don't claim that they're, they're a, they are a cure for right. every challenge that people face. They're just a tool. It's a tool to help you be mindful, help you help, help remind you, help you kind of have a place to go back to when you do face um, those challenges. So what has the response been? Like, what was the response to the Boy Journal? It was really good. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, like I said, I have a son, but it wasn't immediately in my, in my mind to do one for boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because I'm a girl. <laughs> so, um, and, and, you know, realistically, my client base, 
over the years, mm-hmm. um, you know, has been girls, moms buying things for their daughters. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like cater to that client base. But um, many people ask me for journals for boys. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to the reality that girls don't, aren't, um, I mean, boys suffer self-confidence problems right. just as much as, um, just as much as, um, as girls. So the response has been great. I mean, parents have told me that, um, you know, that their kid really loves it, um, that it has spurred, encouraged conversation. You know, that's, that's kind of like, I love that, you know, that based on some questions and some activities inside the guided journal, it has caused them to talk to their parents about something about a particular issue. Right. Um, I had a workshop with a group of brownies um, in the fall. <laughs> and how old? They were young. Oh, they, they were young. Um, I think there was there was a first. There was one first grader. Oh my goodness! And then I think most of them were third graders, but there was like definitely a first grader, maybe one or two second graders, and then a bunch of third graders. And we um, it was a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. did the Supergirl anthem, which was a lot of fun. We um, we um, um, we did several different activities, but we also did activity on letter to bully. Oh, and that was very interesting because mm-hmm. um, like it, these were young kids. Right. They were like I think aged like six to eight, and they were very um, we will call it energetic. <laughs> That's a nice way. Yes, they, they they were very sweet, very cute. They were full of energy, as you expect, you know, a six, seven, eight year, year old um, girl to be. And um, they were acting silly, um, so so it, it was a lot of fun going through the activities. And then the last, uh, um, one of the last activities was the page in the book that's called Letter to Bullying. And so I introduced the page, kind of talked about it a little bit, and they all got so quiet, and they got they were so attentive. Oh wow! And so then I gave them a you know some time to write a letter to um, to somebody who was mean to them, and. Um, it was very, very interesting, very, very sad, and very, very, I mean, I think in some ways um, therapeutic because they all had something to say, hmm. you know, about somebody who was mean to them and how it made them feel and, and et cetera. And I'm, I encouraged them to take their books home and show their parents mm-hmm. and, and then hopefully have a conversation. And so that's um, one of the things that I... I um, that you know, one of the reasons I think these journals are so helpful to um, both the kid and the parent because it helps the parent understand what's going on in the kid's life, which the kid yeah. didn't necessarily share with them initially for whatever reason. Right. And um, I, I had a, I have a customer who bought her, um, journals for her two daughters and herself, and her daughters were both like over they were teenagers, like mm. 16, 17, 18. Okay. They're, they're really outside my target age group. But um, she thought it would be just, it would be great to, to do it um, with them, all three of them do them together. And she um, she reported that you know it was just a great experience because it causes conversation. Yes. Now I have to um, say that um, you know journaling you know is can be a very private affair. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily say that you know have your your daughter or your son or your niece or your nephew, whoever the child is, write and tell them they have to share it. share with you. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really a personal experience, but um, you know, you can ask them questions or ask them to share, mm-hmm. or, or maybe they will on their own want to share. But um, and I found 
at least what people have told me, that more often than not, kids on their own choose to share with their parents. They do choose to share. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because I had, I've always kept a journal. And I still have them. Like, I have a little mini volume mm -hmm. set now of mm -hmm. my journals. But they were always, like, even when I was younger, like, in second grade, I hid them. Mm -hmm. My mom probably always knew where it was, but, you know, like, <laughs> I thought I was hiding right, it. Right, right. Like, I was never going to share that mm -hmm. to anybody. And I go back and read them now, and I have a couple of friends who have done the same, and, like, we joke about it, you know, like, them how out. silly uh -huh. those things were in there. But then... Some of it is actually like it's honest. Yeah, I feel like when you're young, no matter what your situation, you want to have something or someone you can trust with your mm -hmm. secrets, right? Like that's right, and that's the what the idea. journal is. Yeah. It, it is a thing that you that you can share with, and you right. don't have to feel you don't feel judged. Right, you you won't get punished. Mm -hmm. You know. And you won't get, you know, a bunch of questions, you know, something just to get stuff out of your head into this thing. Yes. Um, and and the, the, the thing about the guided journal, my, you know, um, my guided journals is that it's kind of that, but it's not only a place where you kind of write down, necessarily write down very personal and very secret things. Mm -hmm. There is... That is part of it. Mm -hmm. But some things are just kind of like more fun things, more just all about me types things. So um, it can be used as a secret place, but it can also be used as just kind of a fun place. Right. And, um, you know, I encourage people to respect the privacy of others, but I don't think it's out of line for a parent um, to kind of ask about some of the things that are in the oh, book. Yeah. You know, um, especially since the parent... Um, you know, would have looked at the book ahead of time and kind of knows what types of questions yeah. are asked. Right. You know, like, so did you, um, um, did you work on a page about bullying? Mm -hmm. You know, do you care to share that with me? Like, have you ever been bullied? Has anybody ever been mean to you? Right. And, you know, the child may say um, no or say yes, but I don't want to talk about it. Um, you know, just the fact that they're saying yes, but I don't want you to read it, or yes, I don't want to talk about it, you know what happened. Yeah. And then, you know, you... That that's some information which you can kind of ease into the conversation, mm -hmm. you know, over time. And it also gives the child an opportunity to like set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, but no, I'm not ready to talk about it. Exactly. And exactly. that I think is an, an important tool in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Like the in that gives the parents a tool to have the conversation but also like the kid a way to like assert themselves and right. their feelings and their boundaries right. which i think is equally as important as important which is really cool i think these things are so important especially now when everybody's like zoned in on their phones or <laughs> you know and i don't i still know a lot of families that like have family dinner time and you mm -hmm. have to put your phone away and i think that is super important yep and like in my house, we do that on Sundays. Sundays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So, and I just think like this is just one more way to connect. Yes, I agree. And that person to person connection is super important. And I'm glad you brought up the um, thing about um, putting phones away. Um, it was that was another thing I had in mind when I with everything I do um, mm -hmm. because my my um, we, we focus a lot on the journals but my company as I mentioned before my company started out as a stationary company mm -hmm. you know no cards uh, thank you no cards and things like that um, to me um, some may call me old fashioned really um, but you know 
I value the written thank you card. Oh, I, I yes. you know, I I don't want somebody to get to text me, you know, TY. No. <laughs> you know. But TY, like <laughs> just, you may as well not text me. Exactly. Um and and so uh, you know, what I, uh, one thing I also tell um parents I mentioned to parents is that, you know, this is a place where your child can go and it's not on the phone. Right. You know, it's getting away from technology, taking time to, um, you know, kind of be quiet and just sit and be alone with their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And, um, you know, I mean, technology is a reality and it's, it's here to stay. I understand that. But um, I think it's also, we should also value the time away from our technology. Yes. And, you know, although I really am away from mine. I know, I know. But, yeah, we sit but, here and but, say that, but. Exactly. But, but still, you know, um, you know I, I mentioned that one thing that is important um, for each journal is to have something about being, about being grateful, about mm -hmm. gratitude. I encourage kids to write thank you notes. They're, I think in, um, well, in, the, in the upcoming journal, and in the um, the summer one, there's definitely a page to to thank somebody. Mm. And I encourage um, kids not only to just fill out that page, but also, okay, um, you know, write this person a thank you note. Talk to your mom or dad about writing this this person a thank you note. Right. You know. And I um, I also plan on um, including a little thank you note. Oh, yeah, each of them. Nice. Because, yeah, I think people should do that. To send. I think people should do that too. And I. And by and, the way, thank you for your thank you note. Oh, you got it? I got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We're talking about it. it now. Yeah. But I knew when I started my business because I try to send thank you notes mm -hmm. for like everything. Like my friends send me things or, mm -hmm. um, you know, when. Or just for Valentine's mm -hmm. Day. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom, we make fun of my mom because she leaves notes everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, you might find a, like, a toilet paper tube with some notes on it, like, in the <laughs> bathroom. So yeah. <laughs> but she has always been, so she leaves notes for everything everywhere, but she's always made a point to leave us mm -hmm. notes, like, personally. If mm -hmm. you're going on a trip, like, a little note in your suitcase oh, or so sweet. for your birthday. Yeah, just mm -hmm. little cute things like I'm sure it was in our lunches too I don't remember so but mm -hmm. it takes what it takes her like two minutes and it's just a couple minutes and the impact yes is, is significant it, it, um I I've had so many grandparents come up to my table when I have a vendor event they have my note cards and other things and they say consistently I wish my grandchild would, would write me a thank you note oh. But their mom or their dad doesn't make them, so what can I do? I mean, I've heard that line so, so many times. It's so sad. And, and you know, I mean, yeah, grandparents like to hear from the kids on the phone, you know, call grandma and say, thank you, you know, they, they love that. But there's something about re receiving something in the mail. Yes. And, you know, seeing that, that little, you know, five-year-old handwriting, mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to be thrown away. Mm -hmm. It it just it just isn't. Yeah, you hold on to those things forever. Mm -hmm. I have an aunt. My aunt Ethel, my great aunt Ethel, is like ninety two now. Mm -hmm. And my mom and I both send her things, and she only writes me back. It's really funny, but um, I don't know why. Sorry, mom, she likes me better. But um, 
even now so she my mom was like you need to send Aunt Ethel like it's her birthday whatever mm-hmm. so I finally I probably missed the birthday but I sent her a Valentine's right, Day right. and I got mm-hmm. like a really like five dollar fancy card with yeah, letter yeah. and stuff and I sent it to her and she like wrote back within the week yeah and this woman is 92 yes people um but it's not just a like a 92 year old like an older generation no. thing you, you know much younger people yes. pure, it's just a, just something about something you know like written something that's I don't it's know. It's tangible. It's tangible, and, and and it's it. It just indicates a different level of of I don't know um, thought. And and it like it's a personal touch. Mm-hmm. And there, I know people who have like tattooed their grandmas like mm-hmm. love you, you know things like that. But my friends all send thank you cards. Mm-hmm. Like if you you know we visit each other. Like I went to uh, Virginia and they sent me thank mm-hmm. you for visiting. Yeah, you know, and I sent them like little card. And so we still, I think we're pretty good about sending cards right and we even if we don't make honestly like i never send a card on time so i probably you probably get a card every other time but your birthday because <laughs> i'll forget but i'm the same way my husband yeah. like you know talks to me all the time because he is the best about picking out the perfect card oh really oh my gosh i should have pulled them out i mean just <laughs> it's just amazing like how'd you find this card he like goes, for you specifically yeah like it yeah just, yeah wow. i mean it's just yeah, it's just weird. And, um, you know, I I some, sometimes am a little bit lack, lack, lackadaisical. He thinks I am. <laughs> but it's not because I, I don't remember. It's because my intention is always to make my own, to draw my own oh. illustration. I got this, and I want to buy one, blah, blah, blah. So then it ends up being kind of last minute. Because yeah. I, I didn't, yeah. But he is like the card king. Wow. And, and he will totally laugh at me and criticize me and make fun of me and make me... Um, you know, remember <laughs> about what he did as yeah. far as the card thing and how like, oh, you're, you're the card lady. You know, where's my card? Right. Thank you for the birthday card, you know. <laughs> but so, I mean, like, how much time does he spend in the card section? Because I can spend a lot of time over there. Okay, well, I can't see him doing that. I, 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 I can So he's see. just that good? He just like, I, okay. I think he just, I don't know, he goes to Target because I think the most they come from Target. Yeah. <laughs> well, Target has really good cards. He has big cards and he just... <laughs> I don't know. Um, it just a card. I don't know. Just kind of speaks to him pretty quickly. I don't know. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, it's weird. But when you're creating something, like I wanted to make my best friend and her um, soon-to-be daughter, mm-hmm. like I wanted to make her the baby robe and the matching baby robe, the mom robe, the baby uh-huh. robe, and then dad got a little T-shirt with a matching pocket. And I sewed all these. Wow. But then I was like rushing because I was going to Virginia. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, okay, I can rush and try to get it done and give it to them in person. Or my mom was like, just take your time and mail it for the right. baby shower. I'm like, no, I have to give it to them in person. But then honestly, I showed up and like have it, the robe was done, the the mom robe, <laughs> but the baby robe, I was like stitching on the plane <laughs> and this guy next to me, his name was Butch. He, Butch was like, we were the only two in the emergency room uh-huh. and I got a whiskey cause I had free Southwest tickets, uh-huh. drink tickets and Butch is just like looking at the whiskey, looking at me sewing, <laughs> hand stitching on a plane and he's like, are you single? Like, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> no, he didn't say that, but anyway. Um, but yeah, he was concerned for my love life. He did tell me later. He's like, you're getting kind of old. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, what did he say? You're an old soul, I can tell. <laughs> okay, but yeah. But anyway. When you well, you're handsome, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, when you want to be like. When you're creative and you want to give someone like a personal, thoughtful gift, mm-hmm. then it's hard because that ends up getting like the right. timelines get pushed. Exactly. But exactly. It's a meaningful gift. Yeah. You get it a month later. Exactly. Right? Well, yeah, I think so, I think but my so. husband would totally disagree with that. <laughs> you know, totally disagree. Maybe you need to like stockpile some. I cards. know. I know. I, I've actually been thinking the last couple last couple weeks. My well, Isaiah's birthday, my son's birthday is April fourth, and my sister birthday is april 12th and oh my, my, my mother's birthday is may 24th and you know the mother's day and then there's, there's father's day you know oh there's my, easter yeah, and there's it. you know all these things i'm like okay so you gotta do something you know yeah <laughs> you just had to spend a day just for your family i know i know i know so do you still hand draw cards for people um i generally don't do it specifically, like I. Um, what that's part of my problem. I, I, I always want to do a special card for whoever mm-hmm. you know, whether it's my husband or my son or my yeah. sister, and then um, you know I can then integrate it into my line. Mm-hmm. But again, I always keep running out of time. So yeah. So you know, in my mind I do, but in reality it doesn't really happen. Yeah. So then I guess the option is like give it to them three months later or just go right. Buy no, one. I, I, they yeah. wouldn't. I, they would not appreciate that at all. No. Right. No. Right. <laughs> So do you buy them? So I buy them, yes. I go then, to Target. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I go to Target too. Confession, confessions of a yes, card maker. Exactly. But so then but do you judge everything at Target? You're yes. like, oh yeah. Yes. Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it, hard. Yeah, it's I mean I, I spend a lot of time in the card section. <laughs> I do. I do. But you never went I mean, you never like did you ever have any propositions to buy your cards or your work or like sell them in mass production? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My cards, when, when I first started this business, the first 10, 15 years, I, um, for the most part, well, the first like, few years, like five, six years, it was all wholesale. Okay. And my, my cards have been in Target. My, wow. car, my Christmas cards have been in Target. I've Ooh. been in other large retailers, um, Nordstrom, Carson's, and um, Marshall Fields. And, um, you know, lots of smaller stores mm-hmm. across the country. I used to go to the National Stationery Show every year. Wow. And um, so, yeah. And with the direction of my company now, with the guided journals, um, you know, I, I my focus is on getting them into schools, but I do have them in a few stores. And, I, and you know, I, uh, my plan is to have them in stores you know, across the country. Mm-hmm. And other products which support them. So I am working on a line of birthday cards with the whole super power theme, mm-hmm. encouragement cards, and things like that. Um, and my wow. my plan is that they will have a presence in and retailers across the country. So how did you get your cards into those retail stores? Well, back then, um, when I when, when that was really all I did, it was through. Um, well, a combination. I would just call the stores, make appointments, and sell them. My sister was very helpful in the, wow. in the first few years. She lived in the um, D.C. area. Mm-hmm. I, I was in Chicago. So she um, would, you know, in her spare time, she would go to all these different stores, and she would just make, you know. Um, so she make, was your salesperson. She's my salesperson. And I, I, did it, I did that in, in Chicago mm-hmm. area. Um, we would go to the National Station, Stationery Show in New York each oh my year. Gosh. And that that's the best way um, to like just reach a whole bunch of retailers mm-hmm. at one time. Um, now, um, you know, I have 
I have thought about going, going back to the National Stationery Show, and I keep putting it off. Mm-hmm. It's a very expensive thing to do. Yeah. Um, and so I still might do that. Um, but but now I it's been more like, you know, referrals from friends and doing a little bit of cold calling. I had a salesperson who worked um, for me last year. But it, it really, wholesale is not a priority for me right okay. now. So um, because I think the best way for me to get... Um, my products out to to the intended audience is through schools. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to start more, we're doing like more of a ground level, ground like marketing, like here locally. For for as far as getting to the stores or for it? No, for your um, oh, for, superpower books for the schools. For school, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely starting locally, but my, my vision is is national. Right. Um, so uh, right now I'm working on the curriculum mm-hmm. that I will offer this to schools so that um, basically it's a superpower curriculum in a box. Um, um, so if the school buys a curriculum, they'll get the journals, they'll get, mm-hmm. you know, um, 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 details as to how to um, implement it in their classroom and and so my goal is to have that in schools across the country within, you know, a fairly short period. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. amazing. Yes. According to my marketing strategist, that's, a, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. I mean, you're already doing it. Like all of the, mm-hmm. it's happening. Mm-hmm. It just takes time, but it'll take It takes time, but, yeah. um, but, you know, my, um, um, I think... I think if I um, get this curriculum done, and it should, should be done um, by the end of April, um, it's just a matter of, of starting contacting schools. So I mm-hmm. think that it can happen um, rather quickly. I mean, yes. when I say quickly, I don't mean like, you know, within three months, you know. Yeah, not tomorrow. Right, but I think I, um, I believe that I can have the curriculum in some schools for the 2018-2019 school year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then even a larger number of the following school year. Um, I'm start, I already have some connections at some um, schools, some public schools. I'm going to really um, um, start to contact private schools probably next month. Mm-hmm. And I, so I, I'm thinking that it's reasonable for me to see this, um, this curriculum in some schools like I said, excuse me, the 2018-2019 school year. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. We'll have to have another podcast like mm-hmm. one year from now. No, exactly. Six months, six months. And we'll six just months, check yes. in and see uh, yes. where it's all gone. Yes, so. I'm very excited about it. I think now is a good time to end it. To end it, yeah, yes. We've been talking for a while. Exactly. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, <laughs> just a thank you for having me on the podcast. Oh, thank you for being here. And if anybody's interested in learning more about my curriculum or my line of superpower journals, um, visit my website. And what's your website? Stacy for EYMdesign.com. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you.